Street Epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about Street Epistemology at streetepistemology.com. What do you study here? I am a bio major and a psych minor, but I'm going to pre-med rat. Oh shit, that's cool. How far along are you in your programs here? Um, I'm in my second year, hmm. and, but I just transferred here. This is my first semester at UTSA. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Where'd you transfer from? If you don't... I transferred from Trinity. That's a fairly religious school, and this is a little bit more secular, although you could still get your religious fix, I suppose, if you, if you needed it. Hey guys. The religion isn't too big there. It, uh, I transferred mostly because uh, I just didn't like the way things were going there. Mm. The, they didn't take any of my AP credits, so I was like behind. Like I was repeating classes that I didn't want to repeat, and I thought I wouldn't mind repeating all those, but mm. I really did in the end. So like I transferred here, and I'm like almost a senior with hours. Mm. I'm just it's like my second. Mm-hmm. It's my first semester of my second year. Okay. Uh, do you know these folks by any chance? Uh, I'm, in, I'm in the middle of doing an interview, if you guys don't mind. Would you guys mind stepping away while I do my interview? Okay, thank you. I don't know why they felt they could do that. Um, sorry about that. I often find that having other people standing around could make either one of us a little bit more guarded or anxious. Okay, so what claim... You actually came to the school from Trinity? Is that what you said? Okay. Um, was it the program that brought you here, or some other reason? Um, I really want to do research. Are you freely choosing to pick the magnet? Or was that a result of stimuli? That was me thinking, because I don't have a magnet on my fridge and I wanted a magnet. In that case, that was your choice. It wasn't. Yeah, I thought about it. It wasn't like, stimuli. Which one am I going to use? Okay, yeah. interesting. All right. I can't. I, it's hard to turn this off once I start doing yeah. it. Do you have any questions for me? No, it's, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. It's, I'm glad that you did. Topic. Yeah, yeah. These are, these are cool topics. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you again for stopping by. Oh, we'll see you around. See okay. Bye bye. Okay, good talk with Carolina. Um, well, we, you got your free will talk. I guess um, somebody was asking me to, um, to talk about free will. So that topic definitely came up. I'm noticing that uh, we have AKA standing off to the side. Um, he came up to me mid-interview, which um, I'm, gonna to talk to, I'm gonna have to talk to him. I think he might wanna to talk to me. Did you wanna talk for a little bit? Yeah? What's going on? How you doing? Good to see you. Um, what's that? Are you recording again? That's fine. Um, I'm probably not going to spend too much time talking to you. Yeah, because we kind of know, like, already. Well, it's not only that. 
I've had some concerns about my interactions with you. So I don't know if you want to get into it now or not, but... Um, like... Well, some of our interactions that we had online, mm -hmm. me observing how you've interacted with some of the people in the Discord server and that type of thing. I'd rather talk to somebody who's comfortable being recorded and allowing me to post the footage online. And I've gotten the impression from the conversation that we had that you're you're concerned about what people might say about your interview and... Like, I'm not afraid of my ideas being out there. Me as a person, that's another... It's thing. just your identity that you're not comfortable with yeah. being out there. Yeah. And um, if that's the case, I think I'd rather just move on to somebody else. So it's not your argument or anything at all that I'm that I'm uncomfortable discussing. It's just, um, I've been doing this for about seven years and I don't think I've met somebody who's so um, high maintenance, let's just put it that way, for doing these types of interviews. So if that's okay with you, I think I'd just rather decline interviewing you at this point. Okay? Yeah, and I'll think about, and let's say that I do come to the conclusion that maybe I'll give up the anonymity for Hmm. To be posted. Would you consider that, or would you? Stop? I don't know because I mean you've you've you uploaded a, a, the video of our talk to your own channel and you blurred your own face. Yeah. Part of my concern of uploading anything that we talk about might be you later deciding that you don't want it out there, and I don't want to waste a lot of my time putting together a video or videos of our dialogues that might jeopardize the work that I'm doing. You follow me? So a lot of that has to do with the interactions that we've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, maybe you decide to contest one of the videos that I have of our discussion or something. It's, it's too much of a risk for me to have any conversations that I'm having with you, I think, at this moment. Unless, like, our interactions change differently. But, I, you know, I, I think I'd rather just pass on interviewing you anymore. Okay? Which I don't think I've... There might be one or two people that I've had to do that on, so understand? Yeah. All okay. Right. You can you can turn it off. Thanks for coming by. Wait, but actually, would you still be interested in an interview that's not posted online? It's a better use of my time if I can actually record the conversations and not have to worry about any potential repercussions about doing so. I don't know. And I don't I get don't, the sense I don't that see I see any repercussions in particular because we hmm. have agreed that. Uh, we have, I, I, I didn't make it uh, quite clear of, of what I was consenting to. Right, but I've also noticed you getting, I mean, the second time you came up to me, you wanted to talk about how unfairly you thought that you were being treated in the Discord server. Why on earth would I want to upload a video of our conversation? And well, the, I mean, the YouTube comments are going to be far more brutal. Not, well, I, I was referring to the other video. That video, yes, I did say yeah, that, that that has been used, that video when I came up to you the second time. No, what I'm saying is when you approached me the second time, the first thing that you led with was, un was, how, was how unfair you thought that you were being treated in the Discord server. Okay. You understand? So it's the way that you're conducting yourself that makes me not want to interview you. And I haven't actually had to do that with a lot of people. But I'm willing to change my mind if I can observe maybe a change in how you are conducting yourself. Okay. I don't see you it might be a conflict of interest, but I don't necessarily see it as a problem for me. Okay. Well, I'll give it some thought. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks. How are you? Good to see you all. Good to see you too. 
I probably would just normally share that privately, but since you guys are shadowing him, uh, there you go. All right. Staying cool, sir? Pardon me? Staying cool? Uh, yeah, honestly, weather-wise, it's going great. Yeah, my equipment is staying cool, and I'm staying cool. Uh, yeah, it's going good. Just one question, sir. Mm -hmm. Just, uh, how do you define faith? My definition of faith is is my own definition of faith, but I want to be very careful here. It's one of the slipperiest words that I've ever discovered. So when I meet somebody who brings faith up, one of the first things that I try to do is figure out what they mean by that word. My definition, based on talking to countless people who bring up that word, and I won't hold you to this. If you have a different definition of faith, that's fine. My definition of faith is untestable trust. Trust in something that you have the inability to test. Right? So I might have faith that Vishnu is real. I trust that he's real. However, I can't test that trust. How do you see trust as being different than faith? The testability part of it. So I might trust that a chair can hold me and I can test that hypothesis out. So I don't think it meets the criteria for faith. Okay, you, you see, I mean? uh, trust being more tested. Yeah, for example, I might actually think that my car is... We've used this example before. Yes. My car is in the parking lot. And I didn't even have 40 people come by to tell me this. I might just take it on faith that it's there. However, if it becomes testable, then it's no longer faith. So I'm okay yes. using the words as synonyms until the conversations start getting really serious and then we have to kind of buckle down and figure out what we're talking about here. A lot of people define faith, well, they define it differently. Sometimes people think that it is testable. You can actually trust faith or test faith. Some other people think that faith is the, is the gift that you get after you determine that your God is real. It's, it's the end result of deciding to believe that the God is real or something like that. So, Would you say then that faith is key to religion? No, not necessarily. For some people, they would say, faith, your friend here, I think, mentioned it. Faith, I, my, my belief is not based on faith at all. I've got evidence for this. So there are some people who, do, who don't go the faith route. But it does seem to be the, one of the final fallback positions on concluding that a supernatural thing exists is faith. Untestable trust. That does seem to be the case. Yeah. I, I just wanted to say, um, regarding to what we were saying before, but, um, hmm. the same way you rejected um, our use of uh, our, our use of future interviews, the same way I want the same manner I wanted to blur out my face, and so and you, you oh you must have watched it then because I didn't. I saw the thumbnail changed. So I guess you, you figured out the YouTube tools, or I don't know yeah. if you re-uploaded something, you know, I don't know. It still has the views, but mm. like, mm. like... You can use YouTube's tools to put a blur over people's faces now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of tedious and sucks. I'd rather do it in, in post-production than have to use YouTube's thing. Mm. Yeah, but what else... So, I was please, just... don't, please don't take it personally, but I've got thousands of people walking by that are willing to let me interview them without any strings attached. And you've added a lot of strings to the process. What's wrong with those strings? 
I don't, I don't like strings. I don't want to have strings. I'd rather just have my conversation, upload it. Okay. Well, wouldn't you say that? Wouldn't you say that uh, not having an interview with me or uploading my video is with strings attached? And I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying we all have hierarchy no, of values no. in order to determine. Hierarchy? In order no. to determine, like this decision over another set of decisions. And to not do that decision, you know? I'm not sure I'm following you there, but yeah, I think I've said my, my piece. But you know, I'll, I'll monitor your behavior and see how you interact and, and that type of thing. So we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming by. I can't remember. You guys didn't give your names, if I remember right. You gave me some aliases or something. Yeah. Oh, you don't know. Could be the real names. I don't know that. I wonder if I could take it on faith that those, that's your real names. <laughs> but if it's testable, then, it then maybe I think it would be trust in my view. See, wait, wait, wait. wait. Mm. So, wait, mm. what, what, uh, I just thought of something. What qualifications Sorry, does something have to thing. meet in order for it to be testable? Do, what, do you, could you just go mm. and ask other people if my name was actually this? And mm. if they oh, how would, how would I go about testing your claim of what your name is? I mean, I'd probably just ask your friends, but if they said your name was Josephus, <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a common name. So I might be like, oh, that's an unusual name. I wonder if they're pulling my leg. But then again, maybe he really is. Like, there's not a lot of skin in the game for me. Like, I would probably just accept it. But if you ask me how confident I was, I wouldn't say I'm 100% sure that that's your name, even if you told me. Would you say then that you'd have to have faith that that was actually my name? I don't think so because I can actually test it. Okay. Like maybe asking you for your driver's license or following you home and having you observe you interacting with two adults that look like your parents and they're hugging you. I might, you know, I'm saying I could probably ask them, what's that kid's name? So you could get pretty close, but. Mm -hmm. okay. But never 100%. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they could always fake it. They could always be pulling my leg. Exactly. However, if I took it on faith that that was your name, it's conceivable that I can be 100% sure that that's the case, even though it might not be. And therein lies the problem with faith. Follow? So it's that you don't quite see faith as an acceptable form of believing something if it's not testable? Was that That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Okay. Very good way of putting it. So, yeah. this is probably, I, I promise I won't be alone on this, but like, in terms of in terms of like my behavior besides the uh my face being blurred like what else because i i got i used i said well if i was i was willing to take out those words you would you be willing to upload those and you said mm. you said you were not sure and right. i was wondering what kind of behavior oh that's a good question um well maybe um indicating who you are actually on the discord server i mean i think i've actually observed your handle say things about and you're actually yeah so maybe stop doing that might be one good way of doing that so yeah so it just it just goes back <laughs> building a little trust name. yeah something something maybe testable yeah. i'm sorry testable oh you observable 
I'm sorry to debug you. I just have one more question. That's okay, sure. With regard to historical, uh, I know there's empirical science and historical science. Do you see, you know, and empirical science would be something you could use a scientific method with. Mm. And I could mm. test, I could, I could, my hypothesis could be vinegar reacts with baking soda, and I could actually test that by pouring it here. Whereas yeah. with historical science, it might be that, uh, you can't go back into the past. True. Yes. Uh, the Revolutionary War. Happened. Well, let's. Can we use a different example, like my car example? When, when, when was the last time we met? Was it two weeks ago? I think it was somewhere around. Oh, two yeah. weeks ago, right? Yeah. And we used an example of I drove here, and I think my car's in the parking garage, and we had forty people come by to confirm it. Now two weeks have passed. If I were to bring out those forty pieces of paper, those testimonials of people who said my car was there two weeks ago. Do you think that's a good reason to be 100% sure that my car was there two weeks ago? Well, a lot of things are riddled within right. that conversation. For one, like, uh, were those people there to see it? Like, is it, like the car mm -hmm. is kind of a trivial thing, right? So people can easily forget that, you know? Well, I think and that the, the, bigger, the bigger crux of the matter is that these are things that, let's say that what they wrote down is what they thought was the case. It still doesn't necessarily mean that it was. You're right, but most likely it means that it was. It could mean that it is. It looks like yeah. you have to have faith in order to actually believe something like that. Can you say that again? That it's not can you repeat accessible? that? Sorry. So you can keep, you can test as much as you want. In the end, I think with historical science, you do need to have faith that it actually happens. An untestable trust that it's the case. Yeah, and there might be evidence. Like there might be other sources yeah, that say have, uh, pictures of, or let's say paintings of George Washington or his mm -hmm. sword or his teeth. Or something. A newspaper thing or, or a, a yeah. paper in France mentioning this. You know, other sources maybe outside of the geographical region. Which you need to go on faith based on those sources that it actually happens. Yeah, I would say so. That's that's the problem with historical evidence. I think that it's probably not as good as us just strolling over to the lot right now and seeing if my car is there. Then but even they, still, they might be is it really my car? I could be borrowing my wife's car, or maybe it's, um, I took an Uber here, and it's really the Uber driver that's there waiting for me or something. You know, but then it goes back down to like, what is most probable? We as human beings go out about our daily lives making these rational decisions mm. of whether this is most probable or if, mm -hmm. this, is, mm -hmm. if this is actually not the most probable scenario. And right. so like, it's a matter of not necessarily this, 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 this this standard that's unreasonable mm -hmm. to say it yeah. so let's use the hypothetical example again of my car being in the parking lot and it's not just the regular car that i drive it's the new tesla that just came out it's that pickup truck oh, i'm good i'm good friends with elon he's been letting me drive it around and that was the car that i had here two weeks ago and 40 people attested to the fact is it really i'm just uh, this is out of question yeah is it really was it really or is this a true story? Or are we just going on? I'm I'm telling you something that 40 people are attesting that was the case two weeks ago. So now that we've now that we've changed the object of the claim, regular car versus Tesla Cybertruck is that what they're calling it? I think it's something like that. Yeah. So I was actually here in a Tesla Cybertruck, and it actually had the broken windows from the testing that we did. He was actually lying about that. Those those windows were breaking all the time. Um, now that I've changed the claim from my car to a Tesla Cybertruck, what does that do to the testimony of the 40 people? Does it make you believe it more or less or the same? So if I was to examine all the probability right now, mm. honestly, the fact that your car is over there, is it apply to me? 
is it a life or death situation? If yeah, I say no, I, I think what he's trying to go on is that people don't tend to remember things that are unimportant, mm. like a car, like yeah. just over there. Well, the point though here is that the more spectacular the claim, it seems that naturally we tend to be more skeptical of the people who are making the the the, the super the true the fantastic claim. So you need to examine them. Yeah. yeah. So if this was not only the Tesla Cybertruck, but I said it was actually, this is actually like the latest and greatest. This is like 2025 stuff where it hovers. This car actually hovers. It has fake wheels, but it can hover off the ground. It doesn't even, there's no friction. This is a frictionless Tesla vehicle. 40 people attest that they've seen this. If are you, are you, do you, would you give their, their testimony equal weight that you would give if they said that my car was there, my regular car. Can I ask you a question just first? Sure. Before I answer that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if I say yes, then I believe it. Actually, let's say, let's go. If I say no, what happens to me? If you say no, well, no to what no, specifically? That, no, I don't think that's true. Your car isn't actually that. I'm cool. more skeptical because um, probably nothing. There's probably no skin in the game for, for you on that claim. Now, if the stakes were higher for you, wouldn't that make that claim more important? Yes, I think so. Okay. What does that do to the testimony of the 40 people? Depends on what's going to happen. Is it, good enough, no. is it good enough for you as the, the fantastical nature of the claim increases? So if, are they just telling me, yeah, it's the car and that's it? If you want to like, twist the example so that you have more skin in the game, we can certainly do that. So let's, okay, let's say we put more skin in the game. Mm -hmm. And these people have more than just saying, but let's, yes. Let's, let's do this. Um, you don't have a ride home today. And I'm offering to give you a ride home today. And actually, it's not home. It's to the airport so you can catch your flight before you fly to France or something. Like, this is an international flight. You can't miss it. There's some skin in the game for you. If somebody comes by and says, 40 people say, my car is there, is it more important to you that that it's there. I would say probably yes, because you're dependent on it. More important than what? More important than me just saying that my car is there. Would you mind asking the question for me? Mm -hmm. If my car being in the parking lot has more impact on you, wouldn't you be more, thank you. What does that do to the quality of the attestations of the 40 people? Yes, it would make it, and the fact that they, whether or not they're really willing to testify for this, and mm -hmm. again, it depends on how far they're willing to go mm -hmm. to actually give this, 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 just to be clear, this is 40 people who walked by two weeks ago to say that my car was there, so I suppose. they haven't been by in two weeks? This is, this is, this metaphor is falling apart as I'm talking about it. So maybe we should just, and let me think about it some more. But, um, yeah, the idea here is to, generally, when, when a claim is more important to us, I can, you know, I can, I think I see where you're trying to go. Right? We're, we're a little bit usually more dependent on the evidence to back it up. But it doesn't seem to be the case with, with the claims that you guys are coming with up religion. with. With religion. Yeah. I, so, if, if I understand your position correctly, mm -hmm. uh, that if someone claims something that's more out of the ordinary, mm -hmm. that they there wouldn't necessarily have to be some more evidence for mm -hmm. that. So then, you got um, it. so then, you got but, it. Yeah. So, but the thing is that that's exactly what it was. What I mean to say is that 
to convince a Jewish person that there is a resurrection before the end of times and that God became a man and the Messiah was crucified and rose from the dead. It must have been a lot of things that convinced them hmm. and given their lives for it. And, and the, the crux of it again is, can people be thinking that something is true when it's not? Could those 40 people be walking about, by thinking that my car is there when it wasn't my car? I think it could be. It could yeah. be, but is it yeah. most likely? Right. Yeah. Is it more? What, what's more likely that my car in the parking lot right now is the new Tesla that's coming out in 2025 with frictionless, frictionless propulsion, or is it more likely that my car is in the parking lot right now? Mm. What type of car is it? It's a Lexus RX 350. Okay, so something that exists right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'd probably say the latter. The latter? And Wait. The, so the, the Lexus. The, the Lexus. It's more likely that I have a Lexus there, and that's my car, than the 2025 futuristic Probably Tesla. Probably your yeah. state and how you go around it. Sure, sure. Yeah. Good. Thank you. You're welcome. That was fun. Thank you again. See you around. I hope we can trust each other. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right. All right. Take it easy. All right. Have a day. Okay. Battery change, guys. Um, that was our friend and his two friends. I don't know their names, but uh, I'm not even sure if I'm broadcasting. I'm not hearing the beep anymore. Can somebody give me an audible? Let me know if I'm broadcasting. Oh, okay. What happened to the beep? The beep is my feedback. No, I'm not hearing it. I thought that was on a loop. I mean, I, I hate to be kind of blunt with but, um, you know, if he's gonna approach me when he knows I'm recording and I'm live broadcasting and, um, you know, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just tell him. I, I guess I, what I'm saying here is I would much rather have just sort of privately admonished him, but you know, he didn't really give me much of a choice, I suppose. All right. I guess he still got his conversation in, didn't he? I hear it now, thank you. Um, that's the second time the young lady said, have a blessed day upon departing. I think that's her, that's her go-to line. You know, I've given some thoughts more to that metaphor before I broke it out here again today, but uh, it definitely needs some work. It needs to be more clarified, I suppose. That's fine. I mean, that's, that's further along than I was two hours ago in that metaphor. This is also probably a good example of a time where, you know how we talk about consent, that you want to have two willing parties? Usually that means the person that I'm speaking with, but it can also mean you. Um, you should never feel like you have to conduct a conversation with somebody, ever. And this was one of those rare instances where, uh, you know, 
when you when you act a little too squirrely, it makes me squirrely. And that's kind of where we're at. So hopefully that changes. Hopefully that changes. Oh, this guy's interesting looking. Hey, what's up? It's hard to turn this off once I start doing yeah. it. Here we go. <laughs> amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, hi, this is Anthony Magnabosco. I just wanted to let you know that I'm done for the afternoon recording conversations. I'm leaving the campus. Okay. All right, thank you. Okay, bye. Hey, hey, what's up, John? This is the first time I've seen you on a, actually had a little time to talk. Actually, I was just wrapping up the go. No, I Did you want to talk know. about something? Just, no, no, I was, I mean, just actually, <laughs> just casually talk, not even oh, just... just chit-chat. Yeah, just chit-chat. Ch Imagine ch that. Yeah. Well, I'm live broadcasting to the Discord server now. Oh, cool. So just, you know, but... Okay. Uh, yeah, no problem. How have you been? Yeah, pretty good, pretty yeah. good. I know, uh, I've heard that you've been around, uh, and I've seen you a couple times around for, like, three or, three or four times recently this semester, right? I've been out here quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, I heard your wife was out here one time, too. It wasn't or, my wife. It wasn't your wife? Someone <laughs> said it was your wife, so they're mistaken. <laughs> Who was it? Just some... I think you might be talking about Jenna Belk from, okay. from the ACA. Yeah, pro probably. Well, I, don't, I I had only heard okay. someone yeah, else without with Not my you. wife yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm happily married. Uh, <laughs> actually, I sat down with her in the studio to talk about SE and, and all the other stuff. Okay. But that was in Austin. Yeah. So I think she's going to be releasing that talk in it. I actually expected it to be out already, so I'm, I'm not sure what the delay is. Interesting. But uh, yeah, we came out here, we did some SE together, and uh, it was raining that day, though. It sucked. Oh. Yeah, it, was, it started to drizzle, yeah, and it was overcast. Yeah. It wasn't as beautiful as it is today. Yeah. We managed to get people to stop, though. Still? We, we actually yeah. had some good talks. Okay. The best talk of the day was um, somebody who was an atheist who okay. was explaining how it took another atheist to approach her to question her about her God belief before she really took a nice hard look at, look it. at it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So and and it was it was the gentle stuff. questioning approach that helped her. Right. And she was relaying her story. And, and so and Jenna and I just like looked at each other like, this is fantastic. This is this is perfect. <laughs> it's beautiful. So it was great. And then we ended up sitting over there. It was raining, so we sat under the eve over there. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, just did kind of a debrief of our day. Yeah. You plan on coming around uh, anymore this semester? Is this the last? I'm thinking Wednesday and Friday of this week are not going to be good. I don't think so. Yeah. But next week I'll probably be here, and maybe to the end of the semester, <laughs> December mid mid Decemberish. I'm thinking, right? Uh, I think December fifteenth yeah. is like the last finals. Okay. So, so sort of mid. mid so I'm thinking I maybe have another three weeks, and, yeah. then, and then I'll throw myself into the video editing bay, and then maybe come out and record a few more talks next year. But I think for the most part, it'll be. I'll probably be done recording talks. I've, I've done plenty. I've been mm -hmm. doing this for a while, mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's exhausting. Yeah, I'm sure. It, it, wears, it, it wears you down. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Yeah. Good seeing you. It was good to see you too. You yeah. I hope you're doing well. How's yeah, your classes going? Oh well.
The Street Epistemology Podcast is a production of Street Epistemology International. You can donate or learn more about this nonprofit organization at streetepistemologyinternational.org. The views, guests, and topics expressed here or not expressed here do not necessarily represent those of the organization.